Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for... Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Fate slash streaming service and chill slash... Well, what's going on locally? And this is the introduction. All right. Today we are talking about going on a tangent and diving into Back to the Future. And here's the Wikipedia rundown first paragraph of Back to the Future. All right, Back to the Future is a 1985 American science fiction film directed by Robert Zemeckis and written by Zemeckis and Bob Gale. It stars Michael J. Fox as teenager Marty McFly, who accidentally travels back in time from 1985 to 1955, where he meets his future parents and becomes his mother's romantic interest. Christopher Lloyd portrays the eccentric scientist Dr. Emmett Doc Brown, his friend and the inventor of the time-traveling DeLorean automobile. He helps Marty repair history and return to 1985. The cast also includes Leah Thompson as Marty's mother, Lorraine, Crispin Glover as his father, George, and Thomas F. Wilson as Biff Tannen, Marty and George's arch nemesis. Okay, aside from the above discussed, we talk about some of the current events and how they're related to the Kenai Peninsula. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, just Google Ben Carpenter, Nikiski, and Juno. See what you come up with on your own. We also discuss Godwin's Law. If you're not familiar with Godwin's Law, you will be by the end of the podcast. By the way, very solid shout out to Jeff Landfield of Alaska Landmine for breaking the biggest news of the weekend. The story has been picked up on Newsweek and a bunch of other like really noteworthy publications. Definitely, definitely make a dive into it. We also include in the links in the description the link to the song Prejudice. If you are not familiar with the song from comedian Tim Minchin, you will be. And the link is in the description. As well as some YouTube stand-up courtesy of Sam Tripoli of the Tim Foil Hat Podcast. For those of you that were not aware that Sam is a stand-up comedian and a damn good one at that. Also, uh, folks... If you live on the Kenai Peninsula, Back to the Future is currently playing at the Orca Theater located on K Beach Drive next to the Duck Inn. It's playing until Thursday, so if you are interested in going to see Back to the Future in theaters, you can still do that up till Thursday. You can also see Men in Black, Shrek, and Despicable Me. Also, New Music Monday, thank you Alaska Red. He released Pockets on Stupid with Beat Oida. That, uh, like it's part of his new music Monday, so be prepared for that. Also released today is Big Ghost Limited and Conway the Conway the Machine, not Conway Twitty. Totally, two totally different guys. Although I'm sure there is a mashup album coming of Conway the Machine and Conway Twitty, which is probably going to be stellar. And if you are a producer out there and you're, uh, you're running dry on ideas, think Conway the Machine and Conway Twitty. There you go. Just just link me when you get it done. I'd like to hear it. Uh, but the links to those songs or those albums are also in the description. And if you have um, Apple Music, you can just take those links. But we've got YouTube links. We've got Newsweek links. We've got Alaska Landmine links. And we got a lot of links in the description. So if any of this is anything that you are interested in, be sure to check out the links. Now, I've got to give a very, very solid shout-out 
to our supporters. Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KD Drive in Soldotna. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. The website is currently stocked with t-shirts, hoodies, hats, duffel bags, and booty shorts. So if you are trying to rep your sweet ass with that sweet ass gym, there you go. You can kind of work those two together. All right, for more information, be sure to check out the website, theironasylumgymak.com, or call 907-953-4720. Also, look them up on social media. The gym is open, so get your sweet ass to the gym. Make it even sweeter so you can rock those Iron Asylum booty shorts. All right. Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the makers of fine concentrates, and the brewmeisters of Hashade. They've also got their brand new honey sticks, and they carry flour from your favorite cultivators, including Bob's Morning Bear, Warner Brothers, Great Land Ganja, Tundra Jane, and a bunch more. By the way, they've got a, a whole bunch more. Frozen North Farms. They did the Alien Cream that I like so much. Highly recommend that one. They also carry products from Lady Grey, the makers of fine cookies, breath mints, ice cream, and now birch syrup. So if you got pancakes coming and you got a recipe that calls for some birch syrup, throw some birch syrup in there. Throw them in the pancakes, throw them in the recipe, and have a blast. They've also got edibles from fireweed extracts, baked Alaska, glacier gummies, Momo's Bakery, and many, many more. As per 3AAC 306.360, Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. So speaking of speaking of testicles, yeah. Um, okay, so one of the, the, the things with the microphone being on the table is it picks here. up every little bump. Every little bump. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put this guy right here. And it's like a cup holder for the microphone, kind of. I'm gonna uh, move my phone off. Of I'm gonna make sure I slam my drink. Because I, I, you know, I want to be noticed. <laughs> well, the really cool thing is we bumped the shit out of it. I'll just put music under the whole, yeah. the whole kit and kaboom. Oh, which I was thinking for this, there you have to open. I, I, I mean, because like who are we kidding? You're not getting monetized. <laughs> but the, you have to open with Huey Lewis. I want to know when high schoolers were listening to Huey Lewis. Never. I'm fucking what? <laughs> there was there was never that guy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, 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 babe, I got the new Huey Lewis in the news album. <laughs> you want to go camping? <laughs> got a fully charged battery. Yo, you got that new Huey Lewis in the news? Let's go fuck. <laughs> I got a Walkman. You can have one of the earpieces. I'll have the other. Well, these are before ear... Like, the, Yo, this yeah, film no, took you, place before earbuds. No, you had you to have the whole... You had to break your headphones exactly. or have a big head. You had... You had, uh, you essentially had an earpiece with all your broken headphones. Um, but yeah, you had to hold on one of them. They had to hold on the other. And so, you know, you're one-handed, which made her less defensive. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, and hope that it wasn't in stereo, because you don't want to yeah, miss anything. Yes. 
Um, so, so if you're, ladies, gents, others, if you're at home right now and you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about one of the weirdest films to transition into, I guess, what's kind of classic cinema uh, in the last... It is killing it at the theaters right now. Which is a weird thing to say yeah. 35 years after it came out. Bohemian Rhapsody may be the only other comparison. Um, yeah, but I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody was nearly as good as uh, Alex I'm saying Steven. a song, but... Okay. <laughs> uh, true story, yeah. It's, it never goes out of style. Yeah. Um, but currently showing at our own local Orca Theater, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Yes. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, produced by Steven Spielberg... And starring Michael J. Fox, a.k.a. Alex Keaton, and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And Leah Thompson. And a whole, a whole slew of um, people that you would never remember their names, other than, you know, Michael J. Fox. And Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, that was one of the shocking things to me. First thing, I, I when I first seen when I saw Michael J. Fox, and I was like, oh, because I'm a terrible person, I'm like, this is pre-shaky Michael J. Fox. But um, the uh, I forgot, like, how... Like, he was, like, the Tom Cruise of the day. Um, yes, Tom Cruise was the Tom Cruise of the day. But Michael J. Fox was such a star yeah. back then. I mean, he uh, yeah, he was Teen Wolf later on. He was a, yeah. he was a bunch of things. Um, he was... Michael J. Fox was a guy who, who was... He became kind of those roles. He was... Um, he was the whitest white kid you've ever met. He was Mr. Young Republican. Regardless of who he was as a person, we kind of just always knew him as this weird sort of wholesome uh, morality kid. Like, he would have been a terrible, uh, terrible Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he turned that role down. Oh, probably. I'm sure that film was written with him in mind. Yeah. Um, But he was somewhat like the the wholesome teenage heartthrob of 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, he was—he just lived that role. That was who he was, uh, and that was kind of how we viewed him. But well, okay, off the top of your head, first thoughts uh, going into the film. Um, what what was it? Uh, uh, first off, did you like the movie? Okay, um, I actually think I appreciated this movie way more now than I did as uh, as a kid watching it, and I've seen it several times. Um, over the over the past forty years, but there was a certain point where you kind of grow out of Back to the Future, um, and I you know I would say that's when you meet girls. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, I instantly when that um, that Universal and MCA logo hit the screen, like the old school, and you could see sort of the uh, the it's not it wouldn't be pixelation because it's film, but like the graininess of the film. And the, you know, the earth spinning, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, is that even the earth? Because the continent doesn't look like one I'm familiar with. Well, but, that was the old, uh, that was the old fake earth uh, technology that NASA used. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was late 70s, early 80s. This is the best technology that NASA has to, to fake being out in space. Thank gosh for MCA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably save that company. Uh, <laughs> this is a pre-Viacom world, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, no AOL. <laughs> oh. R.J. Reynolds, AOL, Viacom. Oh. So, all right. No, but anyway, so okay. the the first moment I saw that logo, I was instantly hit with like that wave of nostalgia. Like, um, I was just like, oh wow, I remember like this in the movie theater, and it being like, as you you know, I'm gonna go back to 
like um, a big event like boxing or UFC or whatnot. But it's like that moment of you're watching like the fighters come down to the ring and you're like, oh, this is actually going to happen, you know. And so uh, it was cool. But yeah, it was definitely like a throwback. And like I felt like I, you know, I went to my happy like Jake as a child place. Now, when you first saw this film, did you watch it at the Orca? I bet I did. I can't guarantee that I did because like I, I have a hard time remembering if I shampooed and conditioned my hair this morning, let alone what you know what particular theater i was however many years ago but i you know uh if i had to wager on it i would say i did because there weren't like a whole lot of options all right so what'd you think of uh what'd you think of the acting in the film the acting um it was i i was kind of surprised um it was it was very kitschy it was very um like it, it, there wasn't. Uh, I think Michael J. Fox did a pretty solid job. I think uh, I wish I could remember his name because he went on to play so many other great roles. But the guy that played George, um, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. That's, that's that's why you're here. <laughs> By the way, we got Siri. That's Jacob, who was uh, with me for the uh, um, Godzilla yeah. Uh, yeah. review. So, but yeah, I I thought he absolutely nailed it. Um, like his role um, but there was you know there was a lot of stuff where it was like it was super cheesy but it was kind of I can't really tell is it cheesy or did we really act like that back then well I, I think you know in 1955 <laughs> I think like the movie itself exists existed to be nostalgic for people in 1985 that were around in 1955 I agree um, you know I, I think that it it, and that's why it appealed to people. That's why it appealed to people then, and that's why it appealed to people now. It's like, if you could go back and change one or two different things, what would you do? Well, I'd have a white kid create Chuck Berry's. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to, to all that. There were some, some historical things that were kind of, kind of weird. Um, like the, the town of Hill Valley, their downtown in 1985 was a red light district mm-hmm. and and mayor goldie who was working at the soda shop in 1955 yeah. vowed to clean the city up the city was much cleaner when he was sweeping uh, the soda shop than it was when he was mayor exactly and you know you have to somewhat fault michael j fox for that uh or marty mcfly we'll refer to him in character um which you know his name's probably martin um but Had he not made that reference, maybe he never would have went on to be mayor. Maybe that city would be hosting Amazon right now, pulling in billions of dollars in revenue. Well, I don't know, because uh, in in the original, like, shithole Marty McFly's Life Sucks universe, Mm -hmm. um, Goldie was the mayor. Yeah. So he would have gotten the motivation at some point or another. But whether or not he got it when he was young and working on the soda shop clearly didn't matter when you had homeless guys sleeping downtown. Yeah. Uh, in, in that still 1985. I expected him to come back to like a 1985 that looked like 1989. You know, like I like the just, good 80s. Yeah, the good 80s. <laughs> um, when, we, when, we, when we discovered hypercolor. Uh, <laughs> Was there a universe before Hypercolor? It was a universe where, like, dads couldn't fe- or couldn't tell you just felt up their daughter because, you know, the heat wasn't changing the color of their shirt. But, and that's probably 1955. That you couldn't put in the dryer? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, was, it was interesting to me because there was, there was a racial component that I didn't get when I was a little kid. 
when they were shitting on on George McFly for being Irish, ah, uh, Irish mob. Yeah. Um, and then people were so people were very openly racist in the fifties. Apparently, there will never be a colored um, mayor. Ha ha ha. Or uh, or or the uh, I mean the, the the car scene's great with the reefer addicts. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do like I, I like that the, the the band is it's an all black band, with a uh, we're in the light blue, like zoot suits essentially, yeah. um, stand up bass and all because you know that's that's what every high school band looked like. <laughs> well, it looked like the band uh, from Animal House, you know, yeah. like it could have it could have been that, and it was Barf and Barry. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alerts. Oh, Lots of them. Do we, um, yeah. Do we have to get, do we have to give a spoiler? Alert, alert for a forty-year-old movie? I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't. It's like if you haven't seen it at this point, you're you're going to the Orca Theater to see this yeah. for the nostalgia of seeing it in your, theater. Your parents are dragging you out. You'll like the movie. Absolutely, hundred yeah. um, percent. It was for me. It was it was an interesting experience. Now you made some notes, and I'm really interested to hear what you got to say about. Oh uh, yeah, no. They um, well, one of the one of the things that uh, like first occurred to me, and this is totally different universe, but. Um, for anyone that's a fan of Rick and Morty, that maybe doesn't know where the origin of Rick and Morty comes from, you have Doc and Marty, mm. and there um, and you'll see a lot of like uh, in Rick and Morty episodes, you'll see a lot of like uh, sort of hints to it, like uh, in in the garage, which is Rick's uh, laboratory. There's a box that says time travel stuff, and they make so many references references to we travel interdimensionally, we don't travel through time. And uh, so I'm sure that's something the lawyers came up with, (laughs) but no, so I thought it was really cool that this, uh, this movie, you know, uh, from, you know, early eighties has inspired like a a cult hit cartoon that like my children, even though it's completely age inappropriate for them, have seen every episode and can repeat almost everything that um, each character say, but it's sort of fun because I think... uh, I think the both of them capture that dynamic. Um, the yeah, it was, it's not a father-son relationship. It's like it's a different kind of mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah, I was um, actually I was kind of surprised having looked back on it is how uh, how little Doc Brown is actually in the film. His presence was huge. I know, right? <laughs> like you know, he's. I would like to to. Okay, so the film is like an hour and 56 minutes long, which for a 1980s film is... They probably had an intermission. They might have done it in parts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, so it's, a, it's an incredibly long film for the era, but it also goes by very quickly. Um, the storyline moves rather rather fast. That was one of the things I noticed. Yeah, it was clocking in at like 156. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's for us normally, like that's not a necessarily long film. But there's a lot that's going on, mm-hmm. um, so that that stuck out to me as well. Like it, it didn't feel like I was watching the movie for a very long time um, because there was so much going on. Now I was, um, I don't know, I was excited to sit down and watch this, and I, I wasn't let down by it. No, I was. What I found interesting was how many um, uh, like quotes from that film have just be just ingrained themselves in sort of our everyday kind of. Like the Think McFly, um, you know, which we often uh, you'll hear people throw that around. Maybe not so much anymore, but you go back just a couple years and knocking on someone's head and say, Think McFly, Think was fairly common. And I don't even think people realize how much of a bully move that was. 
Or, you know, Strickland's, you're a slacker. You'll always be a slacker. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the character of Biff, I, I, I didn't remember him being as traumatizing uh, as a kid as I do now. Like, looking at, at that yeah. particular character, he was, he was uh, what, uh, I, I guess, how you define teenage bully. Right. He, but he was the bully. He wasn't like the lonely bully, the suffering bully. He was like the bully that had a posse, you know, yeah. and was like two feet taller than everybody. And like it was just your turn to get beat up, you yeah. know, which is the way we got bullied in the 80s and 90s, I think. It was like the, oh, was it the the ninety five pound weakling? You know, <laughs> like the old the old comic strip. Uh, you know, um, like they used to sell workout books in the back mm. of uh, magazines, and. You know, they would have the like the hundred and five pound weakling or however small this guy was, and you know, like there was, there's the bully, the gigantic bully kicking sand in his face. Um, but you know, that's how they sold workout books in the fifties well, during that time period that, that this is happening in. It was a different era because back then where it's like, you know, if you had a good enough connection with your kid that he was gonna say, Hey, you know, dad, I'm being bullied, he'd be like, All right, throw on these gloves. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna show you because you gotta fight a bully. Or it's now it's like, well, did you tell the principal? Did you? Did, who have you talked to about this? You know, and which is funny, I, and I find it hypocritical because I remember back in the day, the one thing you always learn is like, if you tell on a bully, you're just getting beat up worse the next day. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I thought that was interesting, though. The uh, and this story had a lot of that, and it's sort of you know it's a bit of the hero's journey in that sense, but the ultimately confronting the bully and. Uh, Hit him with his left hand, which, is George McFly left-handed, or has that guy just got some serious power and missed his calling? So so let's talk about that. Because yeah. you are a boxing coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about the technique that George used uh, for mm-hmm. the uh, the wild left uppercut. Yeah. Um, would he, From that position, would he have been able to generate power? With your arm twisted that way and whatnot, I think, um, I think what we're looking at here is Biff is obviously very chinny. Um, I mean, you saw like when Marty hit him, rocked him pretty good. Yeah. And whereas I don't, you know, looking at the two, I would assume Marty McFly has a little bit more at that, them being roughly the same age at the time, Marty McFly has a little bit more natural power. Uh, George was not in a good position, but he was a big wind up shot. Um, and I think he caught, you know, it's the punch you don't see that gets you. And so, you know, I, th- I think it was just, I don't want to say lucky punch. I don't want to take that away from him. But it feels like, uh, you know, Biff's probably kind of chinny. I mean, especially to knock someone out on that kind of level. I mean, I, it would be one of those things where he may even consider, like, seeing a physician, being like, hey, um, dude hit me with his left hand. I mean, you know, and I had him pretty tied up and weird. But it was from a ways away, but, like, I flipped around completely, you know. Hit his head on the concrete. Yeah, my equilibrium was off. I bounced against the car and then hit myself on the concrete. Yeah, I, you know, I think a follow-up medical, you know, and I'm not a doctor. I can't really, you know, I'm not saying I recommend that. But, you know, in my experience, if I saw someone take a, a, a hit like that or, you know, the way he landed and how he reacted to it, I'd be like, you know, you may have something else going on here. Which would explain the bullying. I mean, we don't we don't get to find too much of Biff's backstory. He might be having like some severe medical issues. Do we ever get to meet his mom and dad? 
Ooh, you know, I kind of, now I'm curious because because Biff Biff was a big guy, mm-hmm. um, beast of a man, beast of a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. What led him down that road? Like there had to be. What was Biff's? I mean, let's riff on this for a second. What would Biff's? What's family... Biff's trauma? Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. I don't know. Maybe. Well, well, one thing we know about Biff is he has trouble. Um, he has trouble taking any ownership of anything he's done wrong. Yeah. Like when uh, when he crashes George's car. Blames the blind spot. Blames the blind spot, and he's mad because he spilled his beer on him. Spilled his beer. Yeah. So, um, so we got. I mean, we definitely have some narcissistic tendencies in Biff. Um, however, you know, here, here he is reaching out. You know, to a guy like George, having him do his homework for him, doing his work for him, helping him move forward through life. I don't know. Is Biff Trump? Is that something you can do? So, and we should have jumped ahead, but the orca's not playing Back to the Future too. If I'm not mistaken, Biff is like a casino owner. Yeah. That's a whole other rabbit hole, my friend. That's <laughs> we need to. We'll check out number two. Um, Episode two of this podcast will just be titled "Is Biff Trump." <laughs> and we'll compare notes you decide <laughs> um yeah I don't know yeah I mean that's I, a, I, I don't know what one. his trauma is I mean I'm gonna guess creepy uncle he's got creepy uncle vibe written all about him uh, yeah there you were know. definitely he definitely had some boundary issues yeah um one of the questions though cause this, this could get real dark real quick um, <laughs> go see the movie uh, <laughs> um Let's talk to George's confidence after that, right? Yeah. Because he's still that like the evil ginger. Like everyone who is a was a person in this film, like Biff's the ultimate bully, George is the ultimate wimp, um, and uh, Marty's mom's Marty's ultimate whore. <laughs> Everybody is like the the the, the volume turned up um, version of whatever that stereotype. The ugly ginger that like. Took his chick. Yeah. Um, which, which, man, um, she didn't, she clearly didn't, nobody had boundaries. Yeah, I, you know, and I think maybe that's why the acting in the film comes off as a little, like, overkill, is because the play, the characters they're playing aren't entirely one-dimensional. They're multi-dimensional characters, but there's one particular aspect of them that is exaggerated to an insane level. Yeah. And that's what make I think that's what makes the movie roll through so quickly. But the um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I, we've all beaten up a ginger. <laughs> I don't know. You being the ugly ginger, what can I I'm just saying I empathize with that character. <laughs> I saw a little you, bit of myself gonna, in him. Yeah, you gotta uh, make it about about you. Um yeah. Only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's our word. Anyway, back to my notes. You can always edit. <laughs> oh, oh well. man! But do I? That was. Really, I know I know where I stop it. Like, like if I edit this, I know where I stop it right there. All gingers can call other gingers gingers. It's fucking funny. I, I wish it was my funny. line. It's that, not my line, but whose line is that? 
guy named Tim Minchin. Oh, He's man. got a song called Prejudice. <laughs> you may have to experience that song. You know what? Like we maybe we don't have to edit this. This is because uh, I've become a fan lately. Like watching some of the, the YouTube documentaries that have, yeah. that have come out. Um, I don't like that they don't give credit. So like, yeah. you know. So we'll we'll talk about this comedian at, uh, at a later date. But what's his name again? What's Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin. I'm assuming yeah. his stuff is available on streaming services. Yeah, yeah. So you can find it. Uh, you can find him on. I believe he has a couple net. I don't think he has Netflix specials so much as he had specials that are now on Netflix. But also, um, he, I mean, he's he's a, he's better through YouTube. Like you know, you can kind of you can have your comedy show a la carte. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and those are great. I like uh, YouTube uh, YouTube comedy. Like it's, I think it's it's the easiest way. It's the most accessible way to get comedy. I like that I can see, because um, I remember, uh, this is great to go along with the uh, the Back to the Future thing, back in the day where you had to hope to catch something on your VCR in order to ever be able to see it again. Um, you know, you were, you were just a complete slave to the network schedule. Uh, there's so many comedy specials out there right now that people have uploaded that, you know, they happen to be one of the lucky people that caught it on video, or maybe they worked for you know, CBS and had a copy of it or something of that nature. Because, um, you know, CBS did a lot of comedy. Um, I, I like that I can roll back and I can watch, you know, like weird little-known Bill Hicks specials or something like that, you know. And so, yeah, I think YouTube is a great source for comedy. It's got educational all of a sudden. Well, <laughs> you know, like, no, the, the YouTube rabbit hole is great because it's the most free, right? Like, um, there are guys... Uh, that are uploading like really cool, you know, Japanese jazz from the seventies. You know, it's like I didn't know that this exists because it's um it's sort of like it, it's the receptacle for everything. It's like the last place you can find vinyl. Like if you're looking for like a really weird random vinyl, some Led Zeppelin or or super rare Captain Beefheart, Cap Captain uh -huh. Beefheart, Captain Beefheart, uh, Beefheart. Oh, beef hurt. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I'm seeing why you wear uh, wore the hoodie. I'm a little yeah. Well, oh yeah. You know, actually, that wasn't even intentional. That was just it was the first thing on the floor on the way out, um, and it had my car keys in it still, which is always a bonus when you find the thing on the floor that has your car keys in it because then you can leave. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, <clears throat> it actually does. It, it is a GI Joe hoodie, so it is. You know, and that's that's one thing that really triggered me. Um, in uh, watching this was this uh, like I said like I, I miss like Saturday morning cartoons and whatnot and I think because uh, that was like a special time for a lot of kids you know um, because your parents let you have the TV for those couple hours you woke up early committed to that um, <laughs> if you had like the really cool parents they put out a little towel or a mat for you and you could have your cereal right in front of the TV and and now it's and on demand. Yeah. Like, now it's like, I can't, like, there's nothing special. Everything is on demand at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Structure. It's a lack of structure. <laughs> like, like on one hand, we praise it um, when we come across a cool show on, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's weird when we're, we're doing that with, like, NBC shows. You yeah. Know? Like, these shows that we had to sit and we had to wait for. Um, I mean, if you were really into Friends... You had to wait until Wednesday or Thursday, whenever, like, and and you had to wait for the further adventures of so and so. Um, these networks, like, they don't necessarily um, 
hold dominion over our time like they used to. Or when like you were stuck in traffic or the power went out during like the last final episode of Quantum Leap. You know, you never, you, you had to like listen to your friend's description of it. And it wasn't the same. But now it's like I can, like I can start my kids off at the last episode of Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah. They got no respect. <laughs> um, There's no value to anything anymore. Yeah, it's um, and I I find myself going down like the the crappy end of that that YouTube art rabbit hole <laughs> at like four o'clock in the morning when I'm like, you know, the best Paulie scenes from The Sopranos, and it's like twenty minutes of of Paulie talking of like just Paulie being Paulie, but I'm missing like the the seven or so uh, seasons. Yeah. That, that included all of this other dialogue, right? It's like only listening to songs when the whole album is really cool. It, oh, yeah, exactly. Well, there was, I, to, to be totally honest, there was part of me that was thinking, you know, I could just watch someone else review Back to the Future. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then just review their review. <laughs> then I save, like, what, an hour and 45 minutes of my life? But, but I'm glad, I'm glad I, I, I re-experienced it. I, I didn't feel like my time was wasted. No, um, not at all. Now, I know there was a recent... I think um, I would have liked to see it in the theater again, though. Well, and let's talk about that. Right yeah. now, because movies aren't coming out, um, if you want to go to the movies, the Orca is playing Back to the Future. Yeah. You know, and and personally, I feel like it was it was definitely worth my time. I'm not... It's going to be difficult for your listener in Spain or Botswana or wherever that is. No, because the cool all the way over here. Cool thing about that is, is it's on Netflix as well. Yeah. So if, if you have Netflix, this, so it fits in kind of perfectly with yeah. what we're doing uh, with the streaming service and chill. But it, I think um, I think people should go get out. You know, if, they, if you haven't seen this film, get out of the house. I think it, I, I I agree with that. I also think if you have seen it, but it's been a while, get out of the house. And it's um, such a rare opportunity to see something like this on the big screen again. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's what we were just talking about before where you had to wait for like the one episode and if you missed it, you missed it. That's kind of what you have here is like if you wait too long to watch this on the big screen again, you don't know when you're going to have a chance to do it again. Especially uh, with Disney buying Fox and getting the rights, they're not allowing a lot of for-profit theaters to use their catalog anymore. Yeah. You've got to write and get special permissions in order to show these movies, showing that you're not making a profit off of it. So they're changing the game up. So take the opportunity while you have it. And if you take advantage of it, they're more likely to do it again in the future. Um, <laughs> um, oh my I, gosh, you could maybe even set up like a request thing. Absolutely. Yeah. How cool would it... And then this, this is... Can you find this film for us or... You know, sneak it off of Netflix, <laughs> or, or like just just once a month, uh, one weekend a month, you have uh, you know like a special showing or two, uh, Friday and Saturday, yeah. like you have midnight showings. Yeah, it was. What was the old? Uh, there used to be a thing, but like uh, the old like nickel theaters or two dollar theaters or whatever they were that would like constantly grab like uh, films past their run and. Yeah, the, the dollar theaters. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, which let's talk about theaters in Back to the Future. All right. All right. Did you notice Did downtown you... Hill Valley? Are you talking uh, my notes right here? Orgy American style. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the Atomic Kid. Um, oh, I didn't see that. So I just the saw... Atomic Kid was 1955, which was a movie that came in the 19 uh, came out in 1954. So even then, it was like the budget theater. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, orgy American style. Downtown, it was Hill Valley, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. which is, and that's what I'm going to title the porn parody of Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Did you see the line outside that film? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that was actually, I think that was the thing that inspired me to grab a piece of paper and start writing down notes. Because I was like, oh, this is one thing I don't want to forget. <laughs> I regret not taking notes. And yeah. and, and, and and I it was one of those things that like I immediately regretted, but I could have done anything about it at any point. <laughs> I, my, my laptop was in my room, which was max 10 feet from my TV. Oh, yeah. um, Look at that. I actually, I ran into my daughter's room going, do you have paper and a pen? And she's like, what are those? It's like, there were things we used in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, so no, it actually at one point I was like, a crayon, give me a crayon. I just, I can't not write down orgy American style. Um, product placement. Did you sugar-free Pepsi? Sugar-free Pepsi, Miller Lite, Bud Light, the Nikes in the opening scene, um, some crappy car company that never made. <laughs> Man, yeah, John John Delorean and John Delorean documentaries are definitely a topic for another time, but it's definitely a topic that should be addressed. Um, yeah. All right. So also playing at the Orca, Men in Black. Yeah. Despicable Me, and Shrek. Oh, I could do Shrek in a theater again. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, convince the kids. And then they can you know, be like, hey, no, we just watch it on, on Yeah, let's watch it on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and they get the instant gratification. But the, the whole experience of going to the movies is it's kind of like, it's almost the, the experience of going to, uh, to see a band. You know, I think so. Um, yeah, you need, to, you need to like halfway through it, be uncomfortable. Your back needs to hurt a little bit. Um... You need to have paid way too much for the products that you're going to consume on the way in and then have to make that decision. Do I go pee when I can't pause it? <laughs> Risk versus reward. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh yeah. I, well, I, this, you got to go to movies a little dehydrated. <laughs> you got to prep for it. Yeah, you're like, I haven't drank in water in four hours. I'm ready to go to the movies. I say you, you have to, you hit the sauna first. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Just to sweat out everything. Yeah, and then you get, but you, you get someone to drive you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and only sip the water. Yeah. Just sip, <laughs> chew on ice. Just you know what? <laughs> chew on ice. I just just rinse it around your mouth a bit and spit it right back out. So it's like you know, it's, I you know when they sell the gigantic you know uh, sodas, I'm like I know what that's about. I'm gonna walk into the bathroom and there's gonna be a guy there's like two dollars. <laughs> if you want to use the express urinal otherwise you can wait in that line the more you think about it that shit only exists to disturb your movie viewing experience here take a 64 ounce soda alright you're going to have to get up five times to piss and then then you're going to be pissed off about your movie going experience it might not go to that movie theater again I don't know maybe there's the guy behind you like the whole theater's open but he sits right behind you and he's crunching nachos the entire time. That guy. That guy. Risk, risk versus reward. I think they Why should... Why is it crunchy food? 
I was going to say, I, I think they should, when someone orders the nachos, I think they should take a picture of that person, put their face on a wall somewhere, and be like, this is the nacho guy. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> the wall of shame. One of the guys like, a Doritos. Got Doritos here? Anything? I don't know. I need Doritos and a Crunch Bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got, it's cool if I bring my dog in to chew on this bone the whole time, right? <laughs> is it cool if I chew on a bone? <laughs> I would look at my neighbor. I'll, I'll eat him. I brought my vuvuzela and haven't been able to use it since the Olympics. Are you cool if I just just puff on this? Man, just so. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? So, my buddy Scotty, who whose uh, opinions I, I disagree with greatly on, hates Kill Bill. How can you hate Kill Bill? Like that's my thinking, exactly. Yeah. So, would you so, be interested in... Is it your... a Bruce Lee, David Carradine thing? I don't know. No idea. Is it throwback from Kung Fu? Like... No, no idea. That's just a very strong feeling for... He yeah. hates it. He, like... Maybe I'm overstating his opinion. I don't know. I'll take it. It even has Uma Thurman. Uh, even Cowgirls Sing the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, so your your stupid friend. Uh, <laughs> um, well, he is the guy that um, he is he is as it stands the ultimate Patreon of uh, streaming service and show. Oh, yeah, wonderful guy, love him. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kill Bill sucks. I don't know what you're talking about. So, so he's paying for the Zoom meetings. Um, <laughs> Uh, he got the Zoom premium, and so we're grateful for that. Anyway, I'd like for you to sit down and, and talk to him. And, Might and, be a and, little and, late for that. Are you going to do no, some editing? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, just, just hang out and, uh, and, and defend Kill Bill. Defend, defend Kill Bill with me. <laughs> so we're doing the two-on-one thing. That's a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, brought, we brought 12 of our friends... To discuss. You know what? I'll let him. I'll let him make the call. I'll let him bring <laughs> someone to come to his defense. As, uh, He's not going to find anyone. <laughs> Who else is going to be? He'll. Okay. Here's a couple hundred bucks. You got to pretend to hate this movie. Okay, so I'll I get. Play. I get it's wonderful, but <laughs> so maybe he can get Dan from Zoobox to put together a strong <laughs> argument, um, because because Dan from Zoobox may or may not be using this same Zoom account. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Patreons, sir. Patreons. <laughs> yes. Patrons of the arts. <laughs> so this yeah. is brought to you by people with absolutely no taste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, that's how it's worked through history. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, alright. I'm excited for that. So uh, one thing I want to bring out in going back to going back to the future, okay, back to back to the future, the Pinheads, potentially best band name ever. Is there a band out there right now called the Pinheads? Oh, all right, that, that yeah. is a good internet question. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the Pinheads have to exist. Did they um, exist? If streaming prior? service and chill didn't exist, <laughs> then then the Pinheads has to exist. Um, yes. Okay, where oh. are they from? They sound like a from Back band. to the Future. 
So yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is this like a thing? Like if you wiki the the pinheads, like you're only going to get back to the future references. Like no one grabbed that name and ran with it. Uh, apparently, there is a band. Or there's probably a thousand emulation people. of the Ramones by vocalist Mikey Pinhead, bassist Danny Pinhead, drummer Richie Pinhead, and bassist Polly Pinhead. No, so like Hanson. <laughs> 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 they formed in 1991, released a self-titled album in 1995. So the Pinheads released an album called The Pinheads. Yep. But here's the really, really cool thing. If you change one letter in there and make it upside down... Or, yeah. or, 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 the Beatless. You know, <laughs> you're, you, you're, uh, you have a whole new thing. You, <laughs> can, you can still be The Pinheads. Um, just put an apostrophe before the S, so it's like, you know... It's just showing ownership of your self-titled album <laughs> with Gary Pinhead and Mama Pinhead and <laughs> the Pinhead Clan. You know them. Oh, man. Oh, they tried to live off-grid for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Only to go underground and team with the Foot Clan. Yeah, I think I saw them at a couple of those Westboro Baptist Church protests. <laughs> they were the opening act. <laughs> All right. Thank God for editing. Thank God for editing. <laughs> Kill Bill 1 and 2. Is Kill that... Bill. Is that... Would you be interested? I, I would be interested just in, in viewing um, the, the, the debate Bill. of Kill yeah. Bill uh, positive versus negative. Uh, I, I, I really... I like the idea of just teaming up on, you know, your only financial support. <laughs> <laughs> Alienate you your give friends. us more money by Monday, McFly. <laughs> We're going to lose our service. <laughs> you don't want that to happen, do you? <laughs> I gotta have time to write it in my handwriting, because then they'll know that I'm cheating off of you. Yeah. <laughs> I need it tomorrow. I'll bring it by at nine. <laughs> I need time to put it into my bank account so they don't think someone else is paying for it. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, do you, here's yeah, the question. No, a terrible film. I don't. So, <laughs> Kill Bill, or or do you want to ride the gravy train out with uh, Back to the Future Two? Oh, that. Oh, that's a tough question. Because now we get you into a different kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going into what is that? Early two Ks or late nineties nostalgia? Um, okay, so... But it's also in the Late nostalgia. 80s. So oh. it came out in the late 80s. Really? Back Kill to Bill? the Future 2? No, no, no. I was talking about Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. So Kill Bill came out, I believe, you know, early 2000s. Siri. 2003. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's, he's said the least and contributed the most. <laughs> he's a gem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful he's here. I know. No, this would have been terrible without you. <laughs> It'd be us going. It'd be thirty minutes of like I think ninety three, no ninety four, ninety five. Meanwhile, we've got computers and yeah, it's tools. They got there's probably a poster on the wall that has the date, and just we're not looking over that. Instinct to just Google it. Thanks, Brad. That's how you know he was married. (laughs) I have to have evidence. Yes. (laughs) I know that Scotty has sat down recently to Mm. watch uh, Kill Bill with the intention of pooping him. Okay, so he's he's doing his. He's homework. prepared. Yeah, he's like he's you're probably got of, notes. He's got notes. He's probably he's, his he's notes got his list of things. And here's the legible. thing: there are and, and and maybe I'll go with him on this side uh, because uh, 
in that I, I, I haven't watched enough Quentin Tarantino interviews to say that he doesn't give a lot of the credit where credit is due, but a lot of the things that he did uh, very early on in his career and, and up to and including Kill Bill was based on a lot of other people's work. It was, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say stolen, but uh, like sampling a record. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, and which it may be the very, one of the many reasons he and Quint, uh, the RZA and Quentin Tarantino get together so well, um, but the, the, the movies are, are almost original samples. It's like, uh, almost like, you know, like The Roots, where, you know, Questlove is playing a break and perhaps someone else is playing a bass line from a different song, or... Mm-hmm. You know, um, or RJD2, or any number of, of other producers that just kind of blend music together. DJ Shadow is the perfect example. You know, not not to not to argue with someone who's not here to make their point, but I would find. Oh, that's you. Okay, that is me. I got the um. Okay, but I uh, I think that he essentially created a genre in and of itself. Of I would say things are more inspired by. Um, you know, people have mocked like the old style. Films and the you know like the I think Pulp Fiction is a great example of that old sort of that kind of genre, um, but he uh, yeah he definitely grabs a lot of his inspiration from movies and shows and stories of the past, um, but like you you can see how far he went with it like revitalizing um, you know uh, Tom Cruise's gay buddy his career. The, uh, Sam Jackson? How dare you, sir? <laughs> but yeah, John Travolta. Um, his, uh, and the joke I meant to make was his Scientology. <laughs> just <laughs> 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 fix that in post. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, or not, who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows maybe, or, you know, it'll just be amplified. With the, but no, uh, no, the uh, like John Travolta's career was essentially over, if not entirely over, and uh, the pick for him in that that film not only did it relaunch John Travolta into doing such classics as I think Face Off, yeah, and that one other film, Battlefield uh, Earth, <laughs> <laughs> Broken Arrow, oh, uh, Broken Arrow, yeah. <laughs> I mean he's. <laughs> to be fair, he's also gone on to make some garbage since then. Uh, it's it's but, not like he. It's not like he. he, he Grease did, seven. Um, the greasier and the furiouser. Did you watch any of Gotti? Any of Gotti? And no. so he did, he played uh, he played Gotti in the last Gotti movie that came out. Yeah, and, and it wasn't very good. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> I, I, worse has been said about the film. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's you know. He was never. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. He wasn't ever necessarily the best actor. But when he had good directors or good writers, uh, good writers, he, he could kind of really fall into roles. Yeah. Um, and then disappeared, and then essentially was revived. Um, and I think the fact that do Tarantino chose um, Travolta. That's how you know you've hit, you've made it is when like I can't remember your name three minutes after someone just reminded me of your name. <laughs> so Travolta. <laughs> Uh, Travolta before before that was making sequels to to the Baby Talk movies. Yeah, you know, like he, he wasn't. Um, I mean, he wasn't he were do- brilliant. <laughs> I don't think he was making like the cool movies he wanted to make. No, um, you know, he wasn't able to pursue his passion projects. He probably had bills to pay. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. He probably. I, I mean, it's he probably had a couple tigers. Yeah. You think John Travolta had tigers? I wouldn't doubt it. No, I'm I'm guessing. You know, and I I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on any religion, but I'm guessing you probably spent a lot of money getting 
audited and you know i mean there were probably there was probably a moment in time where they're like all right it's gonna be Cruz or travolta here and we're just gonna have to keep working both of them until one of them makes it and then and i'm 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 not talking about anyone specifically (laughs) and then one made top gun Um, yeah exactly um, yeah, so I, I don't know, but like I, I think that the, just the choice of Travolta, though, was to, to show that he was legitimately dedicated to like a throwback style. And I don't think, uh, and I don't know, maybe Travolta was absolutely the perfect cast for that film, but I don't know. So I, I, wanna, oh, what I wanted to roll back with on Kill Bill, there was a couple things, but um, he says, your friend hate it just because uh, he's, he's got beef with Tarantino? They, Is it because Tarantino donates more to the show? <laughs> and he's jealous. He's he's buying the love. Like Tarantino is buying the love. Here. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. The films that that, that Tarantino makes are, are very much like like really well sampled rap songs. Yeah. Um, and and it's okay to not like that about those rap songs. And I don't know uh, or, or or any kind of music. And maybe that's his reasoning. I don't know. But the dude has notes about why he doesn't like Kill Bill. I'm just speculating here. <laughs> All right? I'm just saying maybe that's why. Um, but Will I, there be know. discovery? Like, does he have to send his notes to us prior? <laughs> <laughs> maybe your potential sponsor can, can find out. Man, I wish the speaker on my phone didn't suck. I'd call him. Uh, <laughs> and we have him on the podcast now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, if, you know, if he's if he's got months of, like, as far as I know, he's researched and looked into me, and I'll be making a good, solid argument about Kill Bill, and he's going to bring up something I did when I was 12. And, like, <laughs> yeah. He, you only like that because uh, you once uh, fed a girl heroin. Uh, and <laughs> you told once her backed <laughs> into someone's car and drove off without leaving a note. But, you, know. you were a real turd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, by the way... Uh, we're, since we're shouting out local businesses, um, yeah. while I was sitting down, uh, Jacob was with us uh, this morning. Uh, mm. Siri, as yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were eating breakfast at the Duck Inn, and one of their specials today, and it will probably not be today when this gets edited and uploaded because i got to do some editing. <laughs> um, yeah, their roll. special was the Big Kahuna Burger. Yeah. Brandon's wallet says bad motherfucker. I got my friend a wallet that said bad motherfucker. I got one with a smiling Unabomber. <laughs> I'm really happy with that wallet, by the way. Shout out to the Stoic Crowd. I know. Um, but yeah. Mine uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I've never watched Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a game. I don't even know. I don't even play it. Like uh, My kids were into it at one point, and I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> um, speaking of cool. Yeah. Anything you would recommend on the streaming services right now? Oh, man. Movie, music, or otherwise? Um, Bob Vila's channel. Yeah, you mentioned this to me <laughs> yes. in a text message. Yes. Plug Bob Vila's channel. Bob Vila. Okay, so... Um, so anyway, who is Bob Vila? Bob Vila, um, he was... Man, he was like... He was your home improve, uh, improvement like extraordinaire. He was Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, but, yeah, but in real life. Uh, yes. He had a series of books out. He had a TV show. Um... I'm sure he probably actually worked as a contractor. So, 
It's, pro- it's, it's probably gonna be Dick Vitale. I'm thinking about. I I was thinking you were talking about a sports announcer. No, <laughs> no, no this, this is a whole like, other contest. Now <laughs> I'm totally. We're no. on the same page. <laughs> Dick, yeah, Dick Vitale, and I, I think is he even alive? Um, which was the same question I had about Bob Vila. Um, <laughs> no, but I remember like Bob Vila, like you know he was. He wasn't, he wasn't getting, like, your primetime show or anything like that, but he always said, I wish I could remember the name of it. I want to say it was, like, Our House or something like that. But, um, but yeah, the, uh, Siri. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I was looking up Dick Vitale. And oh, just, great, Siri's broken. <laughs> <laughs> totally <I'm> distracted. Like, <laughs> I'm sidetracked. Um, <laughs> you had one job. So what's he fixing now? So, uh, oh, well, he's just, uh, he's doing a series of things, but he has his own YouTube channel, which I thought was really cool, and it kind of made sense, the natural progression of, say, like a, like, 80s, early 90s TV guy. In fact, I think he was on, uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, that was his, on, that was who Tim had static with. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had, like, dad beef. <laughs> they had handyman beef. Here's, and, and going back to, to, to Rambo, which I reviewed with the Zoobox guys, you and I yeah. have discussed as well, um... Yeah, those dudes could really build some traps. Yeah. Like, if those two went to war, <laughs> if Tim the Toolman Taylor uh, and Dick Vitale went to war... Bob Vila. Bob Vila. Yeah. Dick Vitale would die. <laughs> if he's not already dead, so he's still working on it. <laughs> but, but Bob would... Like, they'd be, they'd, be, they'd be crushing it. Like, it would be, it would be fun to watch. God, if they get Death House, Tim the Toolman Taylor and Bob Vila, Death House. Ha! <laughs> You, God, I love streaming services. There's so many oh, things that can happen. Running Man. Bob Vila is 73 <laughs> years old. Bob Vila or Dick Vitale? Uh, Bob Vila. Okay. Dick Vitale is like 78. Okay. So Bob Vila, so he's in his 70s. Okay. Well, what it was, it, it seemed like the natural progression. Okay. I mean, it's, it's all re- very well produced. It's not like he's, you know, there with like a, you know, a selfie stick. Going, hey, I'm Bob Vila. We're going to pound some nails. Totally today. unsafe. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use the saw here. <laughs> normally, normally I've used two hands, but unlike Tim's tool man, I'm a real man. I'm a real man, not a TV character. I'm a... But I did, yeah, I, I, I had questions, though, when I saw this. I was like... Hey, because this is kind of the natural progression, but I was looking at it, and he has 2,200 videos. Most of his videos have, like, 300, 400 views. Yeah. Like, not... I mean, he's got a couple that have 10, 15,000, but, I mean, we're dealing in a world where, you know, if you're not hitting, like, a million views or 2 million, or what do we do, 3.6 million or something like that? I think 7.2 was the last last one. I mean, well, yeah, I'm, I'm accommodating for the coronavirus because more people are at home, so there's it's, it's somewhat inflated. But anyway, it was like his his level of views were uh, so low, and I'm looking at like the production quality of these, and like I'm wondering if he has like a you know, if he has like a crew and whatnot. And I was just like, I don't. Is he doing this for the love, or like is Bob Vila hurting? How much do you... I mean, he's got to be getting... He's got social unboxings, though. Like, if... if oh, I didn't if even see if he... DeWalt is... There 2,200 like, videos. It was hard to try to find, but yeah. But it's, it's definitely worth a look. And, and there's a lot of things that you can learn from a guy who's teaching you how to fix shit for free. Yeah. Um, Which he is incredible, by the way. Yeah. Um, so Jacob, check him out. Good sir. Over there. Siri. All right. <laughs> um, what, are you, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you excited about on the streaming services? 
Um, I'm kind of still going through all the Star Trek. Uh, I'm in the middle of Deep Space Nine, Voyager, all that. That's always running in the background. Started watching a new season of Rick and Morty. Um, just how do you feel about the newest season of Rick and Morty? Uh, sorry, not the newest one. Um, not the one that's airing, but the, oh. the newest one they have available that you can. So, <laughs> do you yeah. use the Adult Swim app? No. Oh. No, I just been using Hulu. Ah. So, Adult um, Swim app is free, and they'll stream like they'll play everyone in sequence over and over and over and over and over. Forever. I hope so. <laughs> like I hope long we'll after we're gone. Power. Yeah. Like no one turns the power off. <laughs> it's what the aliens find. It's their only record of our existence. Anyway, have you seen the show Dave? No, I don't think so. About the rapper Little Dicky. No. It's amazing. Very heartfelt, hilarious. Um, it's about, I guess, basically biographical of Little Dicky and his rise to fame. How he started out. I forget what his song was that he first put out, but he started pushing it and got a couple million hits on it. Nice. So I'm. I would if I if my my rap name was Little Dicky, my first release would be like Big Personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something along that. <laughs> so I gotta give a quick shout out to uh-huh. a buddy of mine, a military friend of mine. Who put me on to Little Dicky back in like 2013? So, um, Dicky's been an interest, like, has played a role in my house. I have not watched the TV show. I have zero interest in watching the TV show. You should. Um, but I will say that my, I know we ask for suggestions, but we don't mean it. No. Um, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you what, when I'm finished watching what I'm watching, I will, I will do the Little Dicky. But, um, yeah, Little, the reason my dog's name is Duck. Yeah, it's because I love my wife. Um, she named one of our. We agreed on on uh, started as Lil Dicky, and then it was Lil D, and then we ended up with Duck because we got kids. It's you, it, it, yeah. It's got to change quick. <laughs> um, the other thing to think about is like Duck is a female, so like mm. my dog Lil Dicky is a girl. It makes no sense. It it makes zero <laughs> boop. Boop. Zero cents. Yeah. And that was two zeros. Boop, boop. <laughs> with, with hand motion. With hand See, motion. See, and you didn't want to do the camera. I, I am a, I'm stupid, stupid. I, in fact, when... Just scrap this and we'll try to recreate it. When, <laughs> in fact, when, when 6 9 and his newest song, Gooba, mm-hmm. uh, asked, are you dumb, stupid, or dumb, stupid, um, <laughs> or something about that, I, I don't know, it was something like that, um, he was talking to me. He was, you know... Mm. Yeah, so I'm 40 years old listening to 6 9 Yeah. But uh, the, the great thing about that is the Dr. Fakenstein. Yeah. yeah. The, the Dr. Fakenstein, ladies, gents, check out the Dr. Fakenstein version. You'll, you'll love your life a little bit more. And then go down the Aphex Twin rabbit hole. Yes. Can you link to that? You know, I, I, in the description, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in the description, and um, the level of professionalism we've never reached before. Yeah, we're stepping up. <laughs> um, one of the things that, that uh, we should just discuss here, I mean, cause let the listeners kind of weigh in on this. Um, both of you. Oh, oh, both of you in Giza. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they're, it's, it's our Egyptian fan is 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 spreading the word, right? Yeah. Like like a couple weeks ago, he was in Alexandria. <laughs> he was in Cairo. <laughs> 
<laughs> to a little apostle. I love that guy. Yeah. Doesn't, I, doesn't speak English, doesn't have a clue what we're saying, but he's like, but there's something tonal about it in the rhythm in which it's they're... relaxing <laughs> it's re- they're calming i haven't slept that well <laughs> i listen i listen every night um and it just you know what it makes me happy right after my positive affirmations <laughs> i really hope that our egyptian fan appreciates that <laughs> like oh, should... next week like the one egyptian goes from a one to a zero <laughs> oh. we didn't meet <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah. You'll see our apology in the description. <laughs> uh, seriously, reach out to us on Instagram. We'd love to have you on the show. I'd like to, I'd like to hear about what's going on in, in Egypt. That would be a cool mm-hmm. thing to talk about. Like, um, what? Are... Everyone here likes Kill Bill too. <laughs> <laughs> so you have nations against you, sir. <laughs> gonna bring a friend <laughs> I'm bringing the axes of evil <laughs> is that what we're calling the four people that don't like uh, Kill Bill 2 <laughs> but I, I want to have the, the, the I, I'm good with having that conversation but I really would like to have the, the um, to, to learn more about the, the Quentin Tarantino and the films that inspired certain films I think that that's even that's those are also things that are worth the discussion well what I do like about this is um I think it's important to get kind of all the ba- get all the background, and be able to, you know, to approach it like a proper debate. But uh, even if we went in and lost, we could just never upload that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to share our losses with the world. <laughs> no. <laughs> believe it or not, is written we, by the victor. <laughs> believe it or not, we we record like nine of these a week. <laughs> at, at least. <laughs> There was four more today before this one. Oh, man. Talk about all kinds of cool stuff that you'll hear about in the years to come. Um, So, uh, switching from our primary platform, uh, which right now is SoundCloud, and moving over to Podbean. Yeah. So, uh, currently, Woken Baked is not on Spotify, and I know Spotify is part of the the axis of evil but hey i'm on itunes as well yeah um so so i really like i just want to drop as many names as you can being like i you know it's not i have a political disagreement with all these people but you can find us (laughs) (laughs) um i'm not a big fan of facebook but it it is streaming on there if you know it's not but (laughs) uh podbean so podbean will also allow us for to do video hosting so we could do we could do videos could do stuff from home uh, it would just be an easier platform for us to use and upload more stuff. So it's something I'm, I'm consciously debating is moving the Woken Big Thor streaming service and chill over to this Podbean platform. And I just want to get uh, the listeners' input on that. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to have to download anything? No. Um, no. No. Podbean. So Podbean is just a... Because I know that's what the listener is asking right now. It's like, oh, dude, I don't even remember. You can just go to the Woke and Bake site and it'll be embedded. Yes. Yeah. You go to... Yeah. um, It's still... It would still be on iTunes as Woke and Baked. It would still be on Stitcher as Woke and Baked. We're just currently not on Spotify. And Spotify is the second largest podcasting platform um, in the world. And uh, I want to get at least two more listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Throw a rock, you'll eventually hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there we go. Yeah. No, that's yeah. I think it's interesting. 
But yeah, I was just thinking from the, I, I know when someone's like, hey, I'm going to be on this service now. It's Cromulation, Cromulation.com. I'm like, oh, wait, okay, uh, am I going to have to, I already have you in my favorites. Mm. No, no, it wouldn't change. All we do is just add to it. Oh, okay. So, why even get in their input? I mean, I'd get the guy from Egypt, but the rest of you, I don't care what you think. <laughs> yeah, there's, I guess that's a consideration. Some countries might block certain providers. Oh, you could be huge in China and not even know it. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, the leader of the resistance. No, dude, because I, like, I want to be able to go to China. <laughs> I want to I be able to like go there and hang out and, you know, like listen to, like... Like go to like a, a like a small like underground Chinese rap show. Like I want to go do that shit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody over there that's making some like cool. There's like fusion burrito or something. Oh yeah. Guys, there's there's they've got to I mean I I would imagine China has really good Chinese food. I was um, just gonna say you know how good Chinese food is here in Kenai, Alaska. So just imagine, you can't get a whole lot further from its original source. True story. Uh, by, by the way, shout out to the local restaurants to hear they're doing it and doing a, a damn good job. Yeah. Um, so they're they're not showing us a whole lot of love. You know who is? Who? The Schnitzel Palmer, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy. <laughs> All right, their spot. I can tell you what last week's special was, and it doesn't do you any good. Um, <laughs> it was the Reuben with two thousand island dressing. That is two. That, they put an extra thousand. That's a thousand islands. islands yeah. Yep. Yep. Not. They didn't skip it like a hundred and ninety nine. They were like, nope. They're like, they didn't want one thousand one hundred and ninety nine. They're like, no, two thousand mother lover and loved mothers. There's probably one island that tried to hold out that they had to do some negotiating with. Oh, I'm sure it was. They they wanted something. Uh, maybe yeah. they wanted they they wanted uh, you know like N95 masks or something. <laughs> um, Bobbles and trinkets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's gonna be the funniest thing I heard all day. <laughs> Just as soon as you said that, my mind went on this mental adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so the snitzel bomber. <laughs> And Maybe. Southern Fried Chicken. <laughs> that was the other special last week. Couldn't tell you what this week is going to be. Um, but uh, but they regularly have schnitzel. And a daily rotating special yeah. of, uh, of uh, bread puddings. They are open on Tuesday through Saturday, 11.30 to 8 p.m. And uh, if you want to skip the line, because there's been a line lately, oh, geez, yeah. um, call in advance. I suggest calling in advance. Yeah. That way, you know, you don't want to get stuck behind somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know what? Tell them you listen to the podcast. Get some love. Yeah. Show some love, too. That would be another thing. If you go by the Schnitzel Bomber, say you heard about it on the podcast. Every mention helps. Um, and uh, and get some love. And prepare for this food. Like, oh, you make know. some stickers. Oh, oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. We'll get to the stickers in a second, sir. Um, he's, okay, so Jake... Is is a hundred percent right? You got to prepare yourself for the food. Yeah. Don't plan to do anything. Yeah. Um, don't like get a pillow, get a blanket, take your <laughs> shoes off, maybe put on your PJs or some sweatpants or something. You know what you intend to watch because you don't even want to be like trying to choose something. Mm-hmm. Just like have your like your relaxation time planned out. Yeah, that's the way to do it. 
And then, uh, and then you know what? Watch, watch Kill Bill uh, 1 <laughs> and 2, and then share your opines with us. Don't be like, ah, I have two heart surgeries to do today. I'll swing by this. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to go uh, do awesome stuff somewhere. I'm going to save some lives and stuff. Yeah, that's not happening if you're no. getting <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, 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 it's comfort food at its finest, I think. It's a blanket. Yeah. It's a... It is a warm blanket uh, on a cold evening. It's um, it, it's a it's a cool glass of lemonade on a hot day. <laughs> Except it'll put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Schnitzel Bomber for food. Stickers. Stickers. Talk about stickers. Tell great me what, segue. Great segue. That was wonderful. Yeah, stickers. You're a hero. Um. Tell me what you're thinking. Stickers. Stickers. I don't. I love stickers. Love stickers too. All kinds of random. Uh, there used to be a bunch of underground magazines filled with people's random stickers that I'd buy, and so I've got big sticker collection. I want a Snitzel Bomber sticker. I got a Gigi Allen sticker. I got two Gigi Allen stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who has amazing stickers? Who? Lady Grey. Lady Grey, also oh a supporter of this show. Now yeah. I can mention this right now, um, and I have a complete list. Not love of where they are located throughout the state. And so while we're here, I would like to talk about this. If you guys don't mind. All right. Alright, so they are located locally on the Kenai Peninsula, East Rip, Red Run Cannabis Company, Pine Street, Majestic Gardens, Kenai River Cannabis Company, Alaska Cannabis Company, K Beach Reef, Permafrost Distributors, Good Buds, The Tuft Puffin, I believe that is in Seward. And Uncle Herb's in Homer. Oh, I'm jealous I didn't think of that name. Somebody did. Yeah. Um, so I also have noticed that we've got uh, listeners in mm-hmm. Anchorage. Nice. Shout out to our listeners in Anchorage. It's the big city. Uh, we did. Yeah. Dude, we were nominated for um, in uh, 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 the, the Alaska Weekly's uh, awards for podcast of the year. So nice. so shout out to, thank you to whoever nominated us. Um mm-hmm. I love you personally and romantically and um, and platonically. Everything about you is wonderful and bless your heart. All right. So in Anchorage, we've got Uncle Herbs. So uh, going back to that one, Mary Jane's Cannabis Emporium. It sounds classy. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like there's going to be wax figures smoking the river. <laughs> I would be upset if there wasn't. Um, Alaska Buds, Alaska Fireweed, Alaska Leaf, Anchorage Bowl, which sounds like a bowling alley. Um, it might be a bowling alley. That would be cool. If you have a, if you have a place that you can buy weed and bowl, it's kind of cool. <laughs> that could be a dangerous mix, but... Or not. It would, you know, it, it, it's, you'd probably spend a lot of time thinking about the angle uh, you're, you're going to try and throw the ball. Try. Uh, because because the, 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 the being able to think, or thinking you can do it, and actually bowl in that 300 are, are two completely different. I'm going to swing my arm at this perfect rotate. It's going to get the, it's going to get, it's going to get every time. I'm going to get that 300. That's not what's going to happen, man. You're going to drink a hash eight or two and fall asleep. I think you're going to spend a lot of time with someone going like, dude, it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be like when you see those two dudes sit down and they just have the mental chess game. Yeah. And walk away. Dude, I got a 200. How do I outfool you? Arctic Herbery. Cannabasca, which is a a good name for a a weed shop in in Alaska. Um, Catalyst Cannabis Company. 
Uh, Dankerich, also a cool name. <laughs> and a pun. Yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a great name for a wheat shop in Anchorage. Yeah. I think that it... That, this is, but we're we're only halfway through the list of places in Anchorage. Mm. You can buy uh, some butter mints. You can buy some birch syrup. You can buy. Uh, they've got ice cream, dude. Oh, they've yeah. got Peruvian cocoa ice cream. So that's what always gets me with the uh, you know, like you get into the realm of like cookies and ice cream. I'm gonna eat them. I'm gonna get hungry. And I'm gonna see more cookies and ice cream. <laughs> you know. It's, it's and then I'm trying to figure out how to bowl a 300. Mm. You know. And trying to figure out the deeper lessons of uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. Or Kill Bill 1 and 2. Um, uh, Enlighten, uh, Hillside Natural Wellness, which sounds like a place where you, you get your essential oils. Which, uh, for many people, cannabis is an, uh, cannabis oil is an essential oil. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Uh, the House of Green, um, which, by the way, I believe it's their, their cake batter that I had that was really delicious. Yeah. Uh, so, um, to, again... I'll, I'm not saying again. I, I don't think that I've given the cannabis warning at this point. So so, so maybe I'll do that in post. It'll be at yeah. the very beginning. So I've already go. given it. Uh, While listening to Kilo Lewis in the news. I'm, <laughs> I'm, that's the, the cool thing about post. I'm going to go back in time and edit. And so yeah. I've already, I, I can imagine that I've already given the cannabis so warning. So your whole racist tirade can be completely removed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, that was dark. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, that, you know. I mean, the kids don't even get a whole lot bigger than three or four feet tall before they pass away. I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> House of Green. Uh, King Street Cannabis Company. Mile High, Alaska. Scorpion Grass. Secret Garden Cannabis. You know, like you used to hide from your kids. <laughs> Or your parents. Or your My parents. eye sounds like it should be a strip club as well as a distillery. <laughs> well, okay, so Alaska Cannabis Company, um, I believe I'm thinking the right one, their logo is an airplane. Nice. So, I don't know, maybe they maybe they stop by at the Mile I wonder if their stuff is in Mile High, Alaska. Should be. I don't, I don't know. They don't pay me to find out. So, uh, Lady Gray. Bless their hearts. All right. Um, King Street Cannabis Company, Mile High, Alaska. Scorpion Grass. I... Secret Garden Cannabis. The Green Room. Tip Top. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tundra Herb Company. THC. I get it. Um, the Herbal Cache. Also THC. I get it. Um, out in the Valley. Green Jar. Bad Grammar. Higher by bad grammar. By the way, the bad grammar, uh, the uh, the e at yeah. the end of grammar is actually a three. So it's ah, so clever. it's neat. Yeah. It's cubed. Cubed. <laughs> would be some really really bad grammar, or would it be really 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 bad grammar? Um, <laughs> uh, we've already gone over local um, oh sorry Denali 420 the outpost and green degree out in the valley uh, out in southeast AK Farms Mason Jar Alaskan Kush Company good name uh, Bristol Bay Bud, Co- uh, Bud Company also a pretty cool name Green Elephant okay uh, Happy Cannabis I like that name that is a, that is a good yeah name. you're not there for the sad stuff no. You know, the- nobody's going to happy cannabis because they want to feel bad. <laughs> They're probably playing like real happy music. Like, it's, believe- don't worry, be happy on repeat, you know, for like 14 hours of the day and just joyous people selling <laughs> cannabis and buying cannabis. 
Um, I believe I have a happy cannabis sticker. You mentioned stickers earlier. Uh, Northern Lights Indoor Gardens, Rainforest Farms, Rainforest Cannabis, The 420, Stony Moose. By the way, Stony Moose uh, make like some very, very cool products. They have a um, like a coffee creamer mm-hmm. uh, that is uh, is delicious. I got to try a little bit a while back, and I also tried their uh, granola bars. Um, or little granola bites, uh, little ten milligrams. You know, took them before a walk. Felt good. It was good. I I'm highly not, recommend. I've noticed none of these names are like you know Johnson and Associates. Well, we haven't finished. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, weed dudes like happy cannabis. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Kodiak, uh, high rise, and wildflower. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I don't know if you could get away with, like, the dankest buds uh, on Kodiak, you know, like... <laughs> it sounds like something you would have said, like, on the phone when you thought the cops had your line tapped, <laughs> like, like, back in the day. Like that. Like the, hey, uh, yeah, got any of that Kodiak wildflower? <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of anagram sound to call. Fairbanks. Alaska Blooms. Badger Buds. I go to Badger Buds. Yeah, I think you'd have to. I think they have a cool shirt. Yeah. Um, good. 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 Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's like up there with Happy Cannabis and Weed Dudes. Kind of, kind of excites me. If it's just if it just says good, then that one they is amazing. They spell it G O O D. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, Nature's Relief. I get it. It's like, it's like Hillside Wellness, uh, Hillside Wellness Center. Like it gives you yeah. warm fuzzies. You could, you could take, unless you have maybe if you have really cool parents, right? Like, I could I could take my mother in law to Nature's Relief or Hillside Wellness Center, uh, yeah. and tell leave her in the car. Tell her well, yeah, I could totally <laughs> leave her in the car. Uh, and, you know, and she'd have no idea what's going on. However, if I took her to Happy uh, Happy Cannabis, she'd know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, a couple of those places you could probably be like, I need a ride there. You know, gotta go and you know, gotta go get an adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's real quick. Yeah. It's real quick. It's just, I need to take my badger. <laughs> uh, China Cannabis. Yeah. Kind of like Kenai Cannabis Company. Tells you where it is and what they do. And pipe and leaf. I'm assuming they don't have pre rolls. <laughs> But these are all of the places that you can currently get products from Lady Grey to include their buttermints, their mm-hmm. birch syrup, uh, ice cream. They've got a whole host of products. Uh, you can check out their website. Um, link will be in the description. Next time it's going to be easier just to tell people where they can't get it. No, we're not <laughs> going to tell. We're going to talk about those folks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't say their names. No. Like, like the dude from Harry Potter whose name we don't say. <laughs> Probably the other guy that hates Kill Bill. <laughs> all right so ladies gents others if you are interested in participating in kill bill the discussion i'd love to uh love to allow you guys to watch it live just uh reach out to yeah. us on the instagram streaming uh at streaming service and chill or woken bake podcast as well as uh if anyone is interested in being part of the research team to help build a case because you know, we obviously have a guy just made of money. Who, who knows how many staffers he has, like, getting all the kind of dirt on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's like, and he's digging, he's 
finding terrible things out about like, and this is what the actors, uh, the actors yeah. were doing this, and right. so you're, you know, and you're supporting that, and maybe this, yeah, this person was at a party with someone that was at a party with someone that used to know someone who knew Jeffrey Epstein. You're going to support that? Did you know that the Hinkleys and the Bushes uh, had dinner the night before Reagan got shot? No. I've done zero research into that, but that's what I heard on the Sam Tripoli podcast. So I, yeah. I do assume that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll own it. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Sam's lying to me. Uh, in fact, is Siri looking that up? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So so Siri, let us know if... Uh, oh, shit, we're, we're calling him an Apple product. Uh, we're going to get whatever answer they give us. Um, whatever answer they let us have. Man, I've just ruined Remember this Remember when he had a name? Like at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> it's like within an hour we've completely dehumanized him. <laughs> I am just a robot. See, <laughs> we didn't even have to play the really loud Britney Spears music and not feed him for weeks. We just—it's part of my favorite thing to do. So yeah, so for our listeners in Guantanamo, <laughs> if you if another service we offer. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! So uh, I am forgetting the feller's name, um, but he uh, was a recent guest on uh, the Distinguished Savage podcast. But he was uh. the architect of the um, of, of waterboarding. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you are interested in learning more about um, what I'm assuming, I haven't listened to the interview yet, um, but I can't imagine they've talked about a whole bunch of other stuff, um, like baseball or something. Unless I'm wrong, and they spend an hour talking about baseball. Um, but he's the most, one of the most recent guests on the Distinguished Savage podcast. Might be a cool, interesting podcast for you to listen to. Yeah, that actually, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to know more about the guy that, like, one day was just like, hold on, I think we can do this. Yeah. Just, well, you know, um, the, I, this, I, I well, fell off my toilet and hit my head and I saw podcasting. I'm <laughs> not podcasting, I saw waterboarding. Is <laughs> there a difference? <laughs> 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 it's torture either way. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us. I know. <laughs> we really don't deserve your time. <laughs> and um, tell us where they are. <laughs> um, and we'll just call it enhanced interrogation. Yeah. Um, but, so this dude was a guest on uh, the most e- recent podcast of the uh, Distinguished Savage. So check out the Distinguished Savage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so right. just rolling back to the one question of if we go down the Kill Bill or the Back to the Future, Back to the Future Two route, because it's two different types of nostalgia. But I mean, I don't know if you can jump from the the eighties to the nineties back to well, it'd be mid nineties, wouldn't it be for Back to the Future Two or I mean, late eighties? Late eighties, I believe yeah. eighty nine or ninety. Um, I know it came out in the summer, and then in the fall came um, Back to the Future Three. Now, I remember loving Back to the Future 2 as a kid. Now, as like just a jaded adult, I might be able to see it as a money grab. So it might be fun to go that route. I'm 100% down with that. Yeah, just be like, oh, this is what they... <laughs> to see what products... Oh my gosh, remember Back to the Future 2? Pizza Hut had all those crazy glasses. Like if you got a personal pan pizza, you would get like a set of Back to the Future glasses. I had almost all of them. Probably still have a couple of them. So I will, uh, I will watch Back to the Future too, and um, that's what he wants us to do. So we're distracted from making our Kill Bill notes. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> or we won't, and we'll just die. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so there you go. Yeah. All right. Anything else you need to add? Um, no, I was trying to, I was trying to kind of like just slowly fizzle out to make it as much of an anticlimactic sort of ending of a podcast. As well, that's awesome. the great thing about editing is like, <laughs> um, I can, can put this in the middle shot. of the podcast. <laughs> just, we're just going to lead with this. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake, Jacob, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your input. Thank you for your energy. Um, and All your you, effort in the research. <laughs> you, the listener, um, you know, let us know what you want us to watch, and we'll watch it. And we will include the Zoo Box guys, and we'll include Scotty, so that we can tell Scotty why he's wrong. The one person who offers financial support to this podcast. Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Man, so <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear Scotty, that's what I think. Man, yeah, uh, a lot, of, a lot of military marriages end poorly, and I'll just, I'll say that. <laughs> I can say that honestly, um, because because a lot of people um, on both sides of uh, on both sides of that party uh, are uh, are probably not equipped for that life. All right, all right, uh, ladies, gents, others, thank you so much for your time. Person in Egypt. Please reach out. I want to hear from you. Or Dublin. We are also just, and this is this is going off numbers, yeah. um, without giving away our numbers. We are just as popular in Dublin, Ireland, as we are in Kenai. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Just over there in October. Plugging away. Yeah, I guess. That's, you know, the cat you, you were like, yeah, it's Wokenpeg. He's, uh, and he's got his good Irish accent. He's, you know. <laughs> I... Love this stuff. He <laughs> loves his sack of potatoes. <laughs> I love this walking bag. That, that was, and now he doesn't like us in the next week. Maybe no, it's actually me. supposed to be uh, in uh, Inverness, Scotland. Because I did talk to a dude in a comic shop, and they have their own podcast they were doing, and I told him about yours, so. See, and and I appreciate that you're the kind of nerd that goes to a comic book shop in England or in, in Scotland, and yeah. uh, and plugs my podcast. Thirty minute bike ride from Loch Ness. That's the kind of networking dedication we need. Yeah, you know? yeah. So if you're in another country, and, yeah. uh, and and you don't think we suck that much, and there's uh, something thirty minute bike ride away from you. The, by the way, dude in Amsterdam or lady or other in Amsterdam, we love you too. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so again so much for your time and energy. Uh, have a great day. Have a great weekend, and we'll get together very soon. So now you're gonna have to learn how to say hello in Egyptian. <laughs>